Welcome, Mary. Um, today I'm joined by Mary Barr Rhodes. She's a fellow artist. Um, she has been doing art her entire life. She's on a spiritual healing path, and art is a huge part of that. Well, thank you, Don. It's so good to be here with you today. You know, I think for me, a lot of the darkness actually started as a child. I was in a family where the parents just really didn't get along. There was always ongoing verbal and emotional abuse. I think I escaped early in life through my artwork, drawing as a child, to just find sanctuary. So I think it really started very early in my life. So we were the poster children for dysfunctional families. And they were good parents, don't get me wrong. And I had an older brother who was seven years older than I, and uh, there was mental illness. And it was just a very difficult time as in my life. And so I think I always knew that I wanted to step outside of that and find my joy. So I've always, my entire life, you know, I come at life seriously because of that. And it's like really funny because that's the paradox in art. Art is serious, but you want to come at it as playful, not so serious. So that's always been an ongoing paradox in my life. You can't skirt around it. You can't bypass it. You have to go through it. And sometimes you can't, you just can't see the light. I I remember that thinking, I'm never, ever going to be the same. I'm never going to be happy. And I do see people that get stuck there. I made a conscious decision. I didn't know if I would ever see light again. I really didn't. But I had this belief that I could get there. And I just kept going forward, moving through the darkness. And, you know, when you were talking about using art as a child mm-hmm. to escape and find sanctuary and peace. I remember vividly, I was in maybe junior high, high school, sitting at home alone, have anywhere to go, kind of down. And I got out a sketch pad and I drew this picture of a figurine that my mom had. And I remember sitting there for hours, a couple hours, and the time just melted away. And I was in this place of peace. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Just the act of creation, how you can sit in it and find solace. Yeah. And that's really one of the reasons I started along with this podcast on YouTube. I started doing these little art journal paint alongs or whatever, um, and releasing them weekly. And at first I was like, you know, maybe people won't like them. You know, they're just not real. Some of them aren't real big works of art, but what you said brings me back to junior high. It doesn't have to be a masterpiece. And we get so caught up in perfection and making it beautiful. And really, it's just the act of doing, expressing yourself. Art has a way of telling a story with no words. You know, you can be angry and get that out, or you can be 
playful or you can be seeking peace or love. And it all comes out. After a divorce where my paintings, all of a sudden, they were very action-oriented and there was black and red. And I mean, and they, they, I, I just allowed them to pour out. But it was amazing how it just did pour out. And it was just so what I was going through. When I'd look at it on the paper, it's like, wow, that is exactly what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And I know that people who viewed them could feel it. Or we're just vehicles to all of those emotions and kind of, well, the emotions of the world, the cosmic, you know, the divine, all of that just comes through us out on the paper or the canvas or whatever. If we let it, you know, people get, people get um, stopped by their own limitations. And I really do believe that there's an artist in everyone. It's just letting yourself be vulnerable enough to, to put it out there. And if you don't want to show anybody, you don't have to. You no. can be your own private journal. Well, even fixing dinner, mm-hmm. uh, you know, working in the flower garden, everything yeah. can be a creative act if you allow yourself to open up to that concept. Yes. And, and you know, the act of creation is what it's really about. I think it is our birthright. We are really here to create. I agree. I have another friend that does um, like a dance type of healing, that body movement and you know, really going with the flow of music. And that's another thing. People are just so fearful of dancing in front of other people. They're afraid of, you know, let it go. Just play some music in the kitchen and dance. I dance with my granddaughter all the time. Absolutely. Loves it. (laughs) And if you, you know, rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10 before you start doing it and then do it again afterwards, you'll know. Yeah. It works. Singing is another one. You know, just sing along to the radio, whatever. Yeah. I have a friend that's a musician. Just being around him, he's always singing a tune and it just always brings me up. And we all have that ability within us. Oh, you mentioned to me that you had gone through not just one divorce, but two divorces. When I was in nursing school, we had a scale of like some of the most traumatic events in someone's lifetime. And divorce was right up there with um, child death. It changes everything in your life. It changes you as an individual because, you know, you go into a marriage wanting it to work. No matter what happens, you do have that sense of failure. And I think that's part of it for me is, you know, I wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have that sense of failure. And then you do it the second time. You think, wow, I'm really not good at this. <laughs> so, yeah, you beat yourself up a little bit. I have another friend. Um, I'm just going to throw this out to you. Her name is Mary. Mm-hmm. And she had gone through two divorces. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, well, several years ago. She met this man and they are soulmates. They have the most beautiful connection, beautiful marriage, really love each other and lift each other up. There's always hope out there. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it's a little bit of shame. It's a little bit of guilt. It's failure that, you know, you just weren't able to do it. 
I understand all those feelings because those feelings surface, even though in my heart, I, I know that I did the absolute best job that I could. And I know that I loved him and he loved us. Could I have done more or should I have done this? Or what if I didn't do that? You know, those are all things you have to work through. And and really embrace them. I don't want to live there. If you're living in the shame, guilt, remorse. Absolutely. Those are in the back seat. Those are, they're off the side of the road. I don't want them in my car anymore. Joy can just bring, you know, it's contagious. Artwork can have, you know, it can be contagious. Yes. Uh, So I want to be contagious in this Mm -hmm. life and bring joy and bliss. I mean, well, I think we all know the relevance of bliss is so instrumental in how we manifest life. I wish I could share that message with everyone. I mean, I really do my artwork to say how important it is to live in light. My artwork is uh, filled with shards of glass, but it is about reflecting the light in the world. Yes, I love that. Because we can be that. So through my art, I invite people to think about how they can be the light in the world. That's beautiful. I love that. You said um, earlier about as artists, sometimes we get caught up in the perfectionism or the outcome as opposed to play. So what are some things that you can share with how you get started with the play piece and how do you let go? And I'm an abstract expressionist. Every now and then, you know, I can feel myself tightening up mm-hmm. and we all know what that means when I recognize that. I make myself get out a huge brush or a paint roller or a a sponge mop or something and decide I'm going to play. I know that that's, I want the work to express that because in the abstraction, it speaks to the liminal aspects of art. It's reaching back historically and archetypically to to times before when we were more at one with the divine. Right. So when I get tight and I want to, you know, I remind myself that that is not my mission. My mission is to really connect with the divine. I feel we're, we're very similar. I, I love painting light and colorful. And I actually have a, a series out called Rooted in Faith, Divinely Inspired, and that's what it's all about. I remember when there was that huge shooting in Texas, and I was just so upset. And I went down in the basement, and I'm going to paint. I was painting with black and red, and, you know, I wanted to get my frustration out. And, you know, I ended up with this glowing artwork with a I didn't even mean to. There was a heart in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't even paint mean when I want to. Yeah. After the Black Lives Matter riot here in Cincinnati, at like 8 a.m. the next morning, I went down to gather the glass, broken the glass out of the windows, mm-hmm. a retailer here in over the Rhine. And I knew that I wanted that glass because it carried the electronic charge of the violence. 
And you think, okay, well, an artist's job is to transform energies. So I felt like it was a way for me to carry that and honor that time, Black Lives Matter, but also to transform it into a more peaceful state and they and a more beautiful state of being. And it, they really did turn out to be a beautiful painting. I just knew that immediately when I heard this that I had to run and get that glass. I've heard two things about art. It can either transmit emotion, the emotion of anger, grief, whatever, or it can transform it. And I tend to lean more into transformational art. And it sounds like that's what you do too. Yes, I do. I think it can admit it, transmit it. I mm-hmm. believe uh, people tell me I work with so much glass and I've learned these um, aspects of working with glass where you put it on mylar and you build these little pockets of energy when you put this glass together that pe- I see people go up and reach their hand out to touch it and feel it. To them, I know it is transmitting energy. My goal is to transform not only the elements like the glass that I mentioned, to transform it into beauty, Mm -hmm. also to help transform the lives of those that are, you know, they're not surrounded by beauty and Mm -hmm. joy and love in their lives. Yeah. But, so I'm hoping to bring beauty and love and these aspects to life because I think it's, we can, we can be those instruments. That's why I, I started this uh, project. It's for people that want to ripple their art around the world. I have people in my group that have joined the, the experiment and they send me a digital download and I send it out to the masses. It's ripple.dawnreneebovay.com. Yeah, I went to Asheville, North uh-huh. Carolina, yeah. and I rippled like five people. You know, when you watch them open up your art and look at it, it's amazing. And then you have a exposure to your art all over. You know, I've done a, a lot of work over the years with the elementals and water being such a big part for a woman's experience especially all of us as humans we carry water yeah but it's you know the way we do ripple out to the world thank Mm -hmm. you for that i love that idea yeah i'm just getting going so this would be the time to jump in if you'd like to the other thing about art is there's so many different styles there's so many different art forms not even just drawing painting dance music Mm-hmm. Uh, meditation is an art form really started to lean into that meditative process and how it just brings your vibrational energy so much lower so that you can just be open to receive. I've been meditating since I was 19. So that's 50 years this year. You know, there were days when the kids were young, I think that I really didn't meditate and I find it just invaluable. Just Yeah, I listen to Abraham Hicks a lot. She's like, meditate, meditate, meditate. Something going wrong? Meditate. Whatever it is, meditate. Right, right. And then it gets down to the breath. We come to that stillness. Then 
we find our breath. Such a beautiful thing. So proud of my daughter. She is teaching my grandson's breathing techniques. She's also a nurse practitioner. Like that's something I've brought to her life. And yeah. now she's passing that on to them. So that makes me so happy. You can imagine. Rippling. She's rippling. Rippling, rippling exactly. Um, in the recovery community, there was a, a man that he had mentioned. He was on a big stage giving this talk at a conference. And he said, I went down to this meeting in the dark basement. And I was newly sober. I don't remember a thing that the speaker said, but I remember the room. I remember the people. I remember the kindness. And he said, I was leaving the meeting and this older woman gently put her hand on my shoulder and looked at me in the eye and said, I'm so glad you're here. Keep coming back. And he goes, I get chills when I say that because I have never forgotten that. And he said, it was like she was an angel. I never saw her again at any other meeting. I remember that. It was like a turning point in my recovery. Just something so simple can ripple out everywhere. I gave a print to this woman I met in Asheville and she opened it up and she said, oh my gosh, I'm going to frame this. I absolutely love it. She said, mom was an artist. Thank you so much. Yeah. Where can people find your work? I have a website, marybarroads.com. I am on Instagram and Facebook. So and I will also have that in the show notes for people. Uh, they can just tap and link and get to oh, your Thank website. you. It was great talking to you. I'm so glad that Carol suggested we get together. And uh, you know what? I hope to get down to Cincinnati sometime and see some of your work. Oh, and Carol's Yeah, It's only I'm four happy. hours away. Thank you so that. much, Mary, for joining me. Oh, I appreciate your time. John. Ripple on. That's right. Ripple on. Thanks for joining me today on the Catch Some Soul Shine podcast. Isn't Mary a joy? Her art is reflection of light. I love the story of how she took the shards of glass from the rioting and infused it into a painting, transmitted it to something beautiful. You can find her on her website, which I will have linked in the comments. And if you are an entrepreneur or an artist or someone that just wants to ripple kindness out into the world, check out the Ripple Experiment. It's ripple.dawnrenee.com. And I'll have that in the notes as well. Remember, meditate, do art, take care of yourself, eat healthy. Life's waiting for us. Ripple on.